it wasn't only White Lives Matter. It was White Lives Matter Burnley. Just so, like, it's, so as you know, like it's it's, 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 it's it's almost like Burnley is like it's, it's like uh, a version of Syria or something. <laughs> And like this, there's a whole load of questions like why White Lives Matter Burnley? Burn um, when is International Men's Day Burnley? What about what about Straight Pride Burnley? Like she's she's turned the wings against us Burnley. Like it's pathetic. I think it would lift the spirits of the nation. I don't give a fuck about the nation tomorrow, bro. It's people's lives are at risk. Oli Gunnar, where would you like the statue? <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace. I refuse to answer that question. We'll take that as a yes then. Take it whatever you want. I don't understand that politics, coronavirus. Why me? I wear a base cap and the uh, bad shave. Hello, comrades, and you're very welcome to the football spin. Uh, it's a football spin on a Monday evening here with Paddy McKenna, Dion Fanning, and Naz Chowdhury at Bearded Genius on Twitter. Um, and we are after watching Manchester City dismantle Burnley 5 0. It felt a bit like a training game, but really that's not the story this evening because much of the game, well, the entire game was overshadowed by an incident that happened before the game when um, a, a plane flew over the stadium with the banner White Lives Matter Burnley. Um, so this was a, a plane that was hired by some Burnley fans um, to fly this message. Um, and I think it's fair to say it did overshadow the game because... Uh, Burnley's Ben Mee came straight out after the game and we've just watched a, an interview with him, which has been a very eloquent, a very eloquent um, delivery on his opinion um, of what has happened. And clearly he didn't even want to, he didn't even want to talk about the football. We'll hear what he has to say, say in a moment. But Dion, um, I'll start with yourself. First of all, your reflections on another, a big night of incident, but really nothing to do with football again. Yeah, it's... Um... It's extraordinary stuff because it, it's uh, it's quite a lot of effort to go and uh, hire a plane and fly it. And we don't know for certain that it was it was Burnley fans. Like there are some people uh, being uh, identified on, on 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 Twitter and stuff, but we don't know for certain uh, who who hired the plane. But Burnley's statement. Um, you know, they said they would, they would, they will issue. They work f- fully with the authorities and, and issue lifetime bans once if they identify those responsible. Uh, so, you know, the 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 idea that it, it probably is Burnley fans and maybe the, the the Burnley at the end of the banner is a is a giveaway. But it is. It just see. It just struck me like it, it's such a depressing, uh, such a depressing um, sight to see this. Um, you know, white lives matter banner and as i said i think like you know you you um there is there is often a kind of an idea about about the racism that is experienced at football grounds by 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 players and by spectators and that it's sort of like there's a you know it's a it's a knee jerk set you know it's a it's you know a knee jerk moment it's it's anger it's rage it's all these things that just you know uh that that happened in the in the kind of in, in in the moment of a football match or whatever or something like that as it, as you know in, in a in a way of a, is as an attempt to excuse it or that there's a you know a kind of a safety in the crowd and it just you know all these things that kind of somehow uh, bring racism out in people but 
like this this is what like this is this is a kind of an escalation in that it is there are some suggestions that there was a dummy run uh yesterday for the plane um it you know it it takes a lot of effort it is quite a statement it is no it is a deliberate provocative racist statement um that is is designed to to is it designed to wound like it is designed to make it and so it isn't uh there's nothing kind of um it's it's just it's just it's just a very depressing uh moment um tempered a little bit by the fact that that you again see this reaction from Ben Me. I even thought, you know, like again, I, I thought Graeme Sooner speaking after the match even was uh was you know just fascinating in fa- in how far uh, people are going, but we might we might listen to Ben Me before we get into that. We can we can talk about football, but it's something you know I, I want to speak about first that um, the the aeroplane went out before the you know uh, the beginning of the, the game. Um, I'm ashamed, I'm embarrassed to um, that a small number of our fans have have uh, decided to to put that around the stadium. Um, Completely missed the point. Um, group of lads in there are, are embarrassed to, you know, to see that, and it's not what we're, what we're about at all. Um, missed the point of the whole thing that we're trying to trying to achieve, trying to do. I think these people need to need to come into the 21st century. Naz, um, what I think is what I like about what Ben Mee says there, well, I like it all, but like I just like the fact it's so succinct when you say like someone has completely missed the point, and when you read the comments under Burnley's, uh, if you want to see lots of people who've missed the point. And you want to read them. You want to spend, you know, waste five minutes of your time doing that. You'll see loads of more people who completely miss the point. Um, but what Ben Mee has to say is the point. And I mean, when a professional footballer and a guy like Ben Mee comes out and says it and talks about being ashamed of his own fans. We talk about captains in, in football as, as being sort of symbolic and really like like it's 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 not really something that sort of uh, it's not like cricket where where the where the captain is is sort of uh, almost like well, well practically sort of makes up the tactics and sort of like plans out the the sort of uh, positioning on the field um in football it's it's more symbolic and it's more sort of like uh, just a, a senior role i think i think in this in this case uh ben me has shown what a captain is and what a captain, not just a captain of a of a team, a captain of a club, is because like he spoke, he spoke so well, and 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 again, like like you said, what I found um, what I found really sort of uh, encouraging is is a sort of unequivocal, like the statement from Burnley, unequivocal, just just saddened, sort of embarrassed, uh, and and you could you could sense that there was like a there was like an anger in his voice, just a, just an exasperation, which. Um, which show, showed what what it meant to him, and and what it means to the players. And uh, I mean, in terms of, and again, like we assume it's Burnley fans, um, but I mean, just in terms of um, the history of uh, of Burnley, like it's it's almost nineteen years to the day. Um, in 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 two thousand and one, there was um there was race riots in in Burnley. Um, that that sort of uh that kind of happened over a weekend and and it and it's there has been sort of um racial tensions in 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 Burnley in the past and obviously there's um that sort of 
there is still a residue of that. But like so much has been done since then by by sort of um, leaders of the community, by the by the sort of uh, by the town, um, the the football club. The football club does diversity days. Um, so, so so there's so many people um, who have done so much to try and heal those things, and 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 even, and even sort of things like. Um, uh, trying to encourage sort of schools to sort of become more sort of like integrated with each other and not and not have a situation where you've got like a you've got a, a white school in this area and, and like an Asian school in this area or whatever like so much has been done and it's and it's so frustrating when something like this happens because it is it is meant to incite it is meant to sort of cause a rift and all this all this talk about sort of oh it, it's all lives matter like any any sentence that ends with lives matter should be okay because because white lives matter black lives matter that's all disingenuous bollocks this is this is this is going head to head with with the whole notion of black lives matter and the reason obviously the black lives matter is 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 so important right now uh, and in modern history is because black people are treated differently from from from, other, from anyone else but particularly from from white people so it's so frustrating, but also, like you say, it's so encouraging the the reaction that 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 we've had since from from sort of like from other Burnley Burnley fans as well, but like um the club and 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 the captain, everyone. Uh, but I mean, I think also we need to focus on a little, a little bit like what uh what Dion was saying sort of at the beginning, like like the admin that sort of was required to do this. It's pathetic. We should we should mock them as well as being angry. We should mock them because. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Imagine all the work that went towards making that happen, and like, and like the test on the day before, and everything. Like, like, and 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 even like the banner was like semi hysterical. Like the way it's got, it wasn't. It wasn't only black. It, it wasn't only white lives matter. It was white lives matter Burnley. Just so, like, it's so as you know, like it's it's, 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 it's it's almost like Burnley is like is is like uh, a version of Siri or something. <laughs> <laughs> and like this, there's a whole load of questions like why white lives matter Burnley? Um, when is International Men's Day Burnley? What about what about straight pride Burnley? Like she's she's turned the wings against us Burnley. Like it's pathetic. <laughs> like, like 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 but 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 that's the thing. Like it is the the one thing we can take from tonight. The sad thing we can take from tonight is that there's people pathetic enough to do it, and also you see the Burnley sort of uh, tweet and then you see the replies. But first of all, we should be encouraged by the re- the general reaction by people, and secondly, even the thing because because like we know we know there's racism in in society, we know there's systematic racism, we know that there's a quiet racism where people outwardly are nice to your face, but they like behind your back or or under the breath or in or in private chats they they can be racist. But you look at the replies to that sort of uh, Burnley message, and you've got to remember. That uh, although that sentiment exists, the kind of pathetic person who does these things is the most vocal. So all it takes is for if is for a scummy little sort of uh, internet forum, or or or, or a medium sized WhatsApp group to sort of like ha- have this sort of nucleus of of racist fans that they'll they'll all jump on at the same time and 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 they'll all reply at the same time and and just because you you get that you get that small critical mass of, of responses like that. It doesn't reflect. It doesn't mean all all Burnley fans are like that, and it doesn't necessarily mean that 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 means that sort of oh, 
um, all these people are, are that terrible, so that means that the whole town is terrible, or the whole whole society is terrible. It's just these sad prayers. What do you think was required in the in the uh, in the dummy run? Like, what did they need to? You know, what was the checklist? You know, got the banner, <laughs> like fly. You know, what do you need? Like, what do you need? Why would you need to do a dummy run for a, for a, a banner? Like, I mean, you know, what? I don't know. Like, but, like, anyone out, has, can people see it? Are they outraged? Like, what what are you looking for? When you do the, when you I don't know, maybe that maybe maybe they just wanted to make sure that everything was in the right order. Like like the last thing you want is like Burnley Lives Matter or something with white at the end. I don't know. I don't, like, or like or like maybe maybe they just wanted to check the whole, the whole sort of crew was sort of like Caucasian. I don't I don't know what the sort of thinking was, but like it just it just goes back to this thing of like sad sad bastards. Um. Yeah. Like I I think that is the thing is not said that. <clears throat> again you it it you know the the response to it uh, and it is it is extraordinary because like i wonder if there was a time like i, I don't think you wonder like there would have been a time when this would not have been the thing that television would decide to discuss uh after a game it wouldn't be it would be you know it would be something they would think well it's not really it's not part of of, of the game it's not Unless it's something that uh, really um, is unavoidable, they would avoid talking about it. And now you have this situation where um, it is the entirety, really, of the of the, of the post match analysis is on, not the entirety of it, but a huge chunk of it is taken up with a discussion about this. And you know, going back to the point, like I even, I as I said, I thought Graham Souness even talking about it, and a man who. Like you know, it was very uncomfortable, even because he was saying, "Like I want to make sure I'm saying the right things." And you, ha- you're so aware, especially of someone like Sunus, and like that there are going to be people saying, you know, they're they're th- you know they're going to be ready to kind of pounce on on uh, a mistake he might make or a formulation or an idea that may not be part of the absolute orthodoxy of how you talk about these things. Yet he's trying to change and try to talk about these and i think those things do matter now because that's the stuff that does matter even if uh graham soonest might not be kind of prepared for what people want to happen and everything that uh has to happen as part of this because it isn't it goes beyond um you know the as, as Nas says it goes beyond the like explicit expressions of racism you know that you know soonest was saying he's, he's heard these a couple of times in football in boardrooms and he looks back and wonders why he didn't say anything, and he, you know, he he would say something today, but it's still, it's still better. It's still the right thing to be happening that he's there. And again, that's what I, you know, he, he's saying. Um, you know, people might take issue when he's saying to Micah Richards, you know, we need your help to tell us. Like people were saying, that's you know, there's there is that's that's problematic, and I understand that. But at the same time, you can't. To sort of say to Green Zoomers, well, you now you 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 are now excluded from the conversation because you don't understand. Rather than say, look, this is why it's not really up to Mika Richards to do this. It's it's kind of on it's on you and and other white people. Um, but again, it's a conversation that is being had, and because, and again, a, probably a good thing, and uh, and in some ways, totally well, not in some ways, totally undermines and and. Uh, sabotages like the entire thinking behind this, you know, this kind of 
stunt by uh, by racists, you know. So it's in that sense, it's it, something. Again, there is a sense of things moving forward in a way that you know these things can't can't prevent. Um, Dion uh, Sean Dyche has also been speaking after the game as well, and um, and saying that it's unacceptable. It has nothing to do with him or Burnley. Um, he also spoke before the game as well. Now this is this is totally separate. This is football related, but it's a very strange situation that Burnley find themselves in, um, whereby they only name seven substitutes for the game, two of them being goalkeepers. Um, and the reason for that is because they have a lot of first team players that are out of contract and have been left out of the squad or just will not play for the club again, uh, such as Joe Hart. Um, and Sean Dyche has been pretty critical of the club chairman, uh, Mick Garlick, Dion. Uh, so he's not happy about that. Um, yeah, what do you make of this situation? Um, I, it's, a, it's a strange one because, like, obviously the, the situation is, is, un, is unique uh, this season because of, of, of coronavirus and what's happened. And... Uh, players' contracts usually run run till June thirtieth, and the season is is obviously running beyond that. So they they had to figure out what they could do about that. And there was the Premier League decided that June twenty third would be the deadline. Uh, you could extend players' contracts to the end of the season. The nineteen the twenty nineteen twenty twenty contracts could run uh, until the season ended and could be extended beyond June thirtieth. But both parties had to agree to that by June 23rd. Now, that hasn't happened in this situation. Um, but it seems to be like it hasn't happened, and Burnley haven't. Uh, Burnley, it seems, were prepared to maybe extend the contracts to the end of the season, but some of the players wanted something more, and they're not going to get that. Um, and that's Burnley aren't going to do that. Now, uh, Dai says, you know, this is uh, the, the COVID crisis has not been helpful, but it's, it's, it's not been the cover story because I've been talking at this for 18 months. And he has said, you know, they've got to watch out. This could happen again next year. Uh, but I don't know if Burnley really should be putting themselves in a position where they give themselves, because of what's happened this season, when they're in a situation where they're not going to get relegated, why would they extend the contracts of players that they might have decided are going to leave at the end of the season. Why would they give them another couple of years in a, in a season that it's, it, you know, that they, they don't need to do it. They don't have any. And if, if it means that they've got a couple of players, a couple of spaces absent on the bench for a game that they're going to lose anyway. Uh, I don't think, you know, I don't think it's that big a problem for them. Yeah. They're 11th and they've 39 points. And they're not going to get relegated and they're not going to get into Europa. Although they could get into a Europa League place, they're probably in a position where they could. But you can see why they why they wouldn't uh wouldn't be too fussed about it either. Um yeah, well we'll leave that we'll leave that game to one side. Um Nas a little bit earlier on today, uh Jose Mourinho dropping some truth bombs. Except as it turns out they weren't actually true, but uh, we get to that in a moment. So the background on this one, Nas, is that Merson, Paul Merson, uh, predicted that uh, Harry Kane would struggle to score thirty-five to thirty, twenty-five to thirty goals under Jose. Um, uh, before we get to debunking Jose, 
Um, let's have a listen to what he had to say. I had one guy called Drogba. He played for me uh, four seasons. He scored 186 goals, which gives an average of 46 goals per season. I had one guy that is not also bad. Uh, he plays for Juventus now. Uh, he played for me three seasons. He scored 168 goals, which gives an average of 56 goals per season. So, dear Paul, I have lots of respect for you. I think Harry Kane has no problems at all uh, to score goals in my teams, especially when he's fit, when he's fresh, when he has routines of uh, of um, of playing. So that's my my message to somebody that I I have lots of respect for. Now, Naz, I should say there that uh, I you know if Twitter were involved, they'd probably be slapping a manipulated media tag on that because I did. I did trim it a little bit because he, he does go through Drogba, Ronaldo, Benzema, Zlatan, uh, Melito, and and their goals, but um, that they scored under him. But it's not entirely true what Jose has had to say. No, he he, he seems to have inflated uh, Drogba's uh, figures, um, which is, uh, I mean, it's just it's just a uh, it's just tragedy upon dra- tragedy. Really, it's um, I mean. It obviously brings to mind the Rafa Benitez facts sort of moment, but I mean, where is that was where is that was Rafa Benitez being uh, uh, outthought and sort of like um, losing mind games to Alex Ferguson? And there's no there's no shame in that as one of the greatest managers ever. Here you've got Jose Mourinho uh, <laughs> being spooked by Paul Merson, and uh, I mean like. Is is that where he's at? Is it, uh, is the level of mind games that are going to trigger Jose Mourinho <laughs> coming from Paul Pogba? I mean, not coming coming from Paul Merson, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as bad. As Paul <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pogba. Like, like 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 Paul Merson. Like all, all due respect to him, I do like him, lovely bloke, but he he's not he's not some kind of Machiavellian genius, and and it just <clears throat> it just. It just brings, it just um, reinforces this idea that Mourinho goes about his life starting arguments with everyone, or sort of thinking that some that that, that people are out to get him, and or like what, perhaps when he was staying at Laura, like he he thought that there was some long game being played by the cleaner or something, and like like she was she, he or she was just sort of like moving moving his cups, and he and he thought he was sort of having a, like playing a game of chess with them, sort of for months. And they were oblivious. It's 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 incredible that sort of like such a great manager, like one of the greatest managers of the of the modern era, is is essentially uh, involved in a battle of wits with Paul Merson. He was outfactored by Paul Merson. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I think he 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 sort of came out with all these facts, and one of them was blatantly. But he incorrect. just seems to have done that thing we've all done, where he's he's grabbed a figure from the wrong column. Because it's it's uh, you know he's made 186 appearances, Drogba, not 186 goals. So he quick, he just went onto Wikipedia, uh, saw the saw the saw the 186. That'll do. Um, divide by four, um, and then you've got your average, and it just hasn't worked out for him. But it is it just it is a kind of slightly it is a bit like you know Trump getting off his helicopter 
uh, on his way back from Oklahoma. You know, that, that it is that sense of a guy kind of just not really nailing it anymore. Uh, like, and, you know, this... Uh, and he's still got the residual. Like, the thing with Mourinho is there's still this residual. Somebody will say, uh, somebody will say at some point, you know, typical Jose, typical Jose. Somebody will say, you know, he's always playing the mind games. Jose, what was he really trying to do here? He's got the facts wrong here, so you're not asking about something else. Like, this is... So there's still there's still a few people out there who will kind of think like this rather than he's just picked the wrong number uh, from the wrong he's got the right number from the wrong column and um, it's it's sort of spiraled from there and it's a kind of shame because he could have gone but like you know Jose Mourinho teams like there's some of the other figures I know he did have Ronaldo but like his Real Madrid team did score an awful lot of goals they were pretty. Uh, they weren't Barcelona, but they did score an awful lot of goals. That Chelsea team he managed, uh, um, especially that se- the second season, the 2000, their second title in 05-06, was a very exciting team with, with lots of players scoring goals. Okay, now it wouldn't, wouldn't make his point that he wanted to make about Harry Kane, but Drogba was scoring goals, Lampard was scoring goals, and it was a very, you know, Duff and Robin were playing. It was a very exciting team, and he could have made another point about it that way but instead uh it kind of just makes him look um kind of tired if uh you know like trump is trump is being outmaneuvered by a glass of water and jose is being outmaneuvered by paul merson who is far superior to a glass of water i should add (laughs) It's it's and again like like sorry for sort of like going into sort of like a sort of a, a film metaphor again but like if if somebody was to if somebody was to say to Meryl Streep you're you're not a good actress she won't say yeah well actually I think you'll find uh, in 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 twenty in in nineteen eighty three I was nominated for Sophie's Choice in nineteen eighty I was nominated for Green versus Great she wouldn't sort of list and, and, and like it's it, it's it, it's damning in its in its in itself that you had to cut short. You had to you had to edit down his his sort of list strikers because like he, he he was it's 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 almost like it's it's damning that he has to go into that much detail. It's like didn't he didn't he do something similar when he was sort of trying to say that he was like a manager who promoted youth and he and he went into all these figures about sort of the number of players who get who he, he gave debuts to even if that was sort of two minutes at the end of end of a game or something when people were injured and it, and it just. It, it, all it does is prove the opposite of what he's trying to do. I I still admire that kind of as those were as the words he averaged forty six goals per season for Didier Drogba come out of his mouth that he didn't. A mere mortal would have just you know grasped onto it and thought, "Hang on a second, that's that can't that can't be <laughs> right. right. I cannot be right." I mean, everybody else, yeah, okay. Ronaldo's one hundred and sixty eight or whatever it was, but uh, uh, so you can't. You couldn't. Really... You couldn't stop then. Like nobody could stop at that stage you 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 couldn't you couldn't say oh hold on a second i got that let's can we start again uh that wouldn't you, you have to keep going at that point i think you know it's it's it's, it's like a builder with too much pride who sort of like gives gives sort of like uh meters instead of feet and then ends up like, <laughs> like a massive extension just out of principle <laughs> it's like just just admit and just move on <laughs> Um, all right, gentlemen. Um, pleasure as always uh, talking to you this evening. Um, guess when we're back again? 
When, Paddy? When are we back? Tomorrow here? night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's it, what's the big games tomorrow? Spurs are playing. <laughs> yeah. Spurs. Of so we get a chance to run the rule over they'll, they'll, Jose. They'll, they'll win. They'll win about fifty-two nil because like Mourinho will just sort of uh, look at passes or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that old chestnut. Um, yeah, no, we're back tomorrow night. We're on a we're on a, like an insane run here. Like we're on a roll. Uh, we'll be here uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night. If you haven't already done so, click subscribe to get the shows into your feed wherever you might be listening. Um, listen, thanks so much to Dion and to Nas and and Jose. You know, it's okay. It's okay to list your achievements. We'll uh, we'll finish with this. In 1975, no one died. In 1976, in 1984, no one died. In 1985, no one died. In 1986, I mean, I could go on. Oh. I think it would lift the spirits of the nation. I don't give a fuck about the nation tomorrow, bro. People's lives are at risk. Ollie Gunner, where would you like the statue? <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace. I refuse to answer that question. We'll take that as a yes, then. Take it whatever you want. I don't understand that politics, coronavirus, why me? I wear a base cap and uh, have a bad shave.